evening and uh, pastor asked prayer. They've been stuck at the airport in Orlando since 10 o'clock this morning. And uh, something about their flights been delayed, something to do with the power outage in Atlanta. So he says, it's been a long, long day. Keep them in your prayers. And also remember, um, he's having surgery Tuesday, and hopefully the surgery they're hoping will benefit his uh, diabetes. And uh, so keep them in your prayers. Um, Just a reminder, December 24th, we're just having AM services. And again, the following Sunday, which would be the 31st of December, uh, just AM services, no PM services for the next two weeks. And as far as announcements go, I think that's all that I have. Anybody else? Anything special we need to announce tonight? All right. Let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for today, for the privilege of being here. We do pray for Pastor and Miss Christie. Lord, you watch over them. And, uh, Father, give them traveling mercies and bring them home safely. Uh, Father, we do pray for surgery uh, this Tuesday, Father, that you prepare, prepare the surgeon's hands and hearts, and Lord, that you'd use them in a great, mighty way, and Father, that uh, everything would be go smoothly in that area. Father, we ask your blessings upon the services this evening. Father, that you meet with us, speak to our hearts. We'll give you all the praise and glory for these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
chapter 2 verse 4 Paul says to Timothy no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier 
I remember back in 1984, graduated high school at the age of 17, and I joined the military. Uh, and off to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, I went for basic training to become a soldier. As a kid, uh, I came from a military family on both sides of my family. Uh, my dad was in the military. Uh, I had uncles and uh, grandparents were in the military. Uh, and uh, so it was something natural for me to pursue. And then uh, something happened, and I, a couple years in, I got saved, amen, at the age of 19. So when my time came up, I got out. Uh, but when I got saved, I was in another army, amen? You're, you become in the Lord's army when you get saved. And that's what Paul's telling Timothy here. He says, No man that warreth entangleth himself with his affairs of this life, that he may please him who had chosen him, who had chosen him to be a soldier. So if you're saved this evening... You're a soldier for the Lord Jesus Christ. Like it or not, uh, you're in the midst of a war, amen, and it's a spiritual warfare. And that's what we're going to look at this evening, being a soldier in the Lord's army. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the freedoms that we enjoy, being able to come to the house of God tonight open up the Word of God and to look into your precious Word. I pray, Father, that you help me to say only the things you'd have me to say. Minister to the hearts of your people here, uh, Father, that uh, after everything's said and done, we'll be better servants for your glory. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to take that word soldier tonight, and uh, we're going to look at the word soldier in acrostic form. One of the great passages in the Bible, one of my favorite passages in the Bible is found in Ephesians chapter 6, amen, talking about the armor of God, and that's where we're going to start at this evening. Ephesians chapter 6, look at verse, Ellis, start at verse 10. Paul says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I want to take that word soldier this evening and that S in soldier, I have the word stand. As a soldier for Jesus Christ, there's some things we ought to stand against, amen. Uh, the Bible speaks of three enemies of a man's soul. And uh, so there are at least, at least, Three main enemies that we're to stand against. We're to stand against the world. I'm talking about the world system, which is against God and what God stands for. We're to stand against the flesh and we're to stand against the devil. Uh, the Bible tells us we're to stand against the world. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Amen. And then Paul uh, warns us there in Romans chapter 7, verse 18, when it comes to the flesh. He says, For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Uh, and then here we see in Ephesians chapter 6, 
verse 11, Paul says, put on the whole armor of God. Why? That may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The wiles of the devil. So there's some things as a soldier for Jesus Christ that we're to stand against. We're to stand against the enemy, the world, the flesh, and the devil. What about that O in soldier? Let's go to Psalms chapter 37. Psalms chapter 37. Psalms chapter 37, look at verse 23. One of my favorite Psalms, Psalms chapter 37, but verse 23 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his ways. Amen. We're not left alone to choose our own path. Amen. Our steps are ordered by the Lord. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the chief commander. Chief commander. Uh, he's the one we get our orders from. And the uh, Bible's pretty clear, amen. There, there's, we, we have our orders. They're found right here in this book. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, amen. That's not a suggestion. Uh, that's an order. That's something to be followed and obeyed. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 tells us to study to show ourselves approved unto God. Uh, we're to know this book, amen. That's what we're to study. We're to study this book to show ourselves approved unto God. That's an order, a command. It's not a suggestion. Uh, we have many different orders. In John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, Jesus tells his disciples, he says, I give you a new commandment that you love one another. I always found it odd that he has to command us to love one another. Amen. That should come naturally, but it's a commandment. It's an order. Uh, he says, by this people know that you're my disciples. Uh, there's many orders that we have found throughout the word of God. That's why it's important to study. Amen. To show ourselves approved unto God. So as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, we have orders that are to be obeyed and to be carried out. What about that L in soldier? Let's go to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, look at verse 28. 28 and 29, Matthew chapter 11. It's our Lord speaking. And uh, he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, or take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. Amen. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. He says, learn of me. That's what a soldier does, amen. We're, we're to learn all we can about our chief commander, about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, in John chapter 5, 
Verse 39, he says, search the scriptures for they testify of me. Amen. Uh, We're to study God's word to learn all that we can learn about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're to learn of him. Uh, Evangelist Wilbur Hurt years ago, he's gone on to be with the Lord now, but um, we used to have him at our church at Calvary Baptist Church every year for revival. And I, I know Putnamville Baptist Church had him for many years. And I remember as a young Christian, Wilbur Hurt made a statement one time and, and it, it stuck with me. And I wrote it down in my Bible just to make sure I'd never forget it. Amen. He said he's he made a lot of good statements. Amen. During his preaching. But Uh, something that always stuck with me that he said, he said this, he says, every time we open the word of God, we should see him more clearly, follow him more nearly, and love him more dearly. Amen. Uh, We're to learn of him. Jesus says, learn of me. And we do that by studying his precious word. What about that D? In soldier, let's go to Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. We're talking about being a soldier in the Lord's army. Luke chapter 17. Look at verse Luke chapter 17, verse 10. Our Lord says, So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done that which is our duty to do. Now, I think this may be something, we'll probably say something similar to this at the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. Uh, If you do anything worthy in this life for the glory of God to where you're crowned for, there's five different crowns the Bible speaks of that be handed out at the judgment seat of Christ. If you do anything worthy to earn one of those crowns, I believe we'll cast them back at his feet and we'll say something similar to what's said here in Luke chapter 17, verse 10. He says, So likewise ye... When ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, saying, we are unprofitable servants. How true, amen. We have done that which was our duty to do. Think about that D in soldier. I think about duty. Um, There's some things we're required to do as a soldier for Jesus Christ, we're not, we shouldn't expect any, any reward for him. And that's our, listen, we can never repay him for what he's done for us at Calvary. Amen. We'll spend all eternity praising him, worship him, never, ever able to repay him. Uh, we've been going through the book of Romans in Sunday school. And Romans chapter 12, verse 1 goes along with this. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is 
your reasonable service. Amen. It's your reasonable service. God's not asking too much of us. It's our duty. Our duty. What are we? We're unprofitable servants. Uh, We're to serve our Lord and Savior the best way we can. Why? Because it's our duty. A soldier does that which is right when he feels good and when he don't feel good. When you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. It doesn't matter. It's your duty. You do it anyways. Amen. I don't always feel like teaching the Sunday school class, but I do it. Uh, I don't always feel like coming to church on Sunday morning, but we do it. Uh, It's our reasonable service. It's our duty to be faithful and obedient to God's word. Um, The flesh doesn't like spiritual things, uh, but that's being a soldier for Jesus Christ. Doing that which is right because it's right. Amen. Not because you feel like it or because you want to, but because it's the right thing to do. What about that I in soldier? Let's go back to 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Look at verse 2. 2 Timothy chapter 4, I'm sorry. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Paul says this to Timothy. Paul says, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Paul says, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Amen. I think about that I in soldier. I think about the word instant. That means always ready. Always ready to give an answer. Always ready. Uh, A soldier is to be always ready. In basic training, you go over things over and over and over. And why? why? They they call it muscle memory. Uh, So uh, in the heat of battle, you will just automatically know what to do. And uh, that's the way we ought to be as a soldier for Jesus Christ. As a soldier, that's why you train. And um, that's why the Bible commands us as a soldier of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. We should always be in an attitude of prayer, talking to our Lord and our, our uh, chief commander, amen, the King of kings and Lord of lords. That's why we're to uh, uh, read God's Word, memorize God's Word, study God's Word, and of course obey God's Word. Amen. We're to be instant, in season, out of season, when it's popular, when it's not popular, when you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. Uh, Be instant. What about that E in soldier? Let's stay there in 2 Timothy, look at chapter 2, verse 3. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. Paul says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Endure hardness. Um, being a soldier, it's not an easy life being a soldier. Uh, they, they put you through some things, amen? They try to break you down physically. They try to break you down mentally. They want to see what your breaking point is as a soldier. And sometimes we go through... Uh, 
some trials in this life, and it gets pretty rough, doesn't it? It's not always fun and games being a soldier for Jesus Christ. Being a Christian is not always easy. You go through some hard times. You go through some dark valleys, uh, some dry valleys. And uh, uh, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, Paul instructs Timothy, hey, endure hardness. It's not all going to be fun and games. Uh, The world will make fun of you. The flesh won't like it. And uh, there's a demonic force out there trying to trip you up and cause you problems. There's a spiritual warfare going on. And uh, I like what that song says in the hymn book that we sing. It will be worth it all. Amen. One day it's going to be worth it all uh, when we see Jesus. One day our faith is going to end in sight. And uh, it will be worth it all. But Paul instructs young Timothy here to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And finally, what about that R in soldier? Let's go to Isaiah chapter 34. Isaiah chapter 34. Talking about being a good soldier for Jesus Christ. Isaiah there in the Old Testament, chapter 34, look at verse 16. Isaiah says this, Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. Amen. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. In basic training there at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, when I got there, they gave us a book. It was a a training manual, a a soldier's manual. And it was a paperback book. It was pretty thick, uh, so big. And we were to have that book with us on our persons at all times. And any kind of spare downtime that we had throughout the day, we were instructed to devour that book, to read it, to study it, to memorize much of it, the Soldier's Creed and so forth. There's a lot of it that we had to put to memory. Uh, But we were instructed to know that manual, and it was important as a soldier to know what was in that book. And that book, it had chapters on our weapon. At that time, uh, our basic weapon was the M16 and uh, I had a chapter in there on how to strip down, uh, field strip your weapon and clean it and be able to put it back together. And uh, we trained in doing that and knowing how to do that. And we even had to do that blindfolded, amen. They wanted you to be that familiar with your weapon that you could tear it apart and put it back together in the dark if need be. So we we had to be tested on that. Um, First aid was a big deal. Uh, Some basic first aid we had to know. Uh, There was the soldier's creed we had to put to memory. And uh, you had to know your your ranks and stuff like that, insignias and so forth. So there was a lot. That was our military manual or our soldier's manual. We had to be familiar with that book, amen. Uh, this right here, as a being a good soldier of Jesus Christ, we need to be familiar 
with this book. Uh, We need to read it, put much of it to memory, and um, to study it. We're going to have to give an account one day. Not only is this our soldier's manual, but Ephesians chapter 6 tells us it's our weapon. The Word of God is a sword, amen? It's a sword that's sharper than any. The Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. But in the armor of God that Paul talks about there in Ephesians chapter 6, the the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the girdle of truth, the shoes of the gospel of peace, he goes on to take, says, uh, above all, taking the shield of faith, but also the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and stand, amen, as a good soldier for Jesus Christ. So I want to ask you tonight, if you're saved this evening, you're in the Lord's army, but what kind of soldier are you? What kind of soldier are you? Do you understand that one day we're going to stand before our commander-in-chief and give an account at the judgment seat of Christ? That's a big deal. That's a big deal. To stand before the God of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth. We're going to stand face to face to him one day and give an account. That's why Paul tells us to study, to show thyself approved unto who? Unto God. Because we're going to stand before him one day, one-on-one, face-to-face, and give an account. What kind of soldier are you? Are you a good soldier for Jesus Christ? We need to be, amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love, mercy, and grace. We thank you, Lord, for... The instructions that you've given us help us to be faithful and obedient, doing all that you called us to do. Lord, I pray, Father, that that, uh, speak to people's hearts here this evening. Lord, that we understand the importance of the spiritual warfare that we in, and Lord, that we'll be prepared. And Father, that we'll do what you've called us to do. With heads bowed and eyes closed, would you stand to your feet? We're going to have a short time of invitation. If the Lord spoke to your heart, you need to come do business at the altar. Amen. You do that. You be obedient to the leading of the Lord. Why, ask yourself this. What kind of soldier am I? Or maybe you're here this evening. Uh, you're not even in the Lord's army. Is there anyone like that this evening? No one looking around with heads bowed and eyes closed. I'm going to ask a question. Just be honest with yourself. If you were to die today, do you know for sure that you'd go to heaven? Would you raise your hand if you know that for sure? I know I'm saved. Would you raise your hand as a testimony? Amen. That's important. Put your hands down. If you couldn't raise your hand this evening... You're in the right place tonight, amen. If you want to know how to be born again, would you come forward? We'd like to show you from the Word of God what the Bible says on how to be born again, how to be saved. 
Bible says, these things have I written unto you that you may know that you have eternal life. You can know, amen. You can know. And if you want to know for sure this evening, amen, you come. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for Jesus Christ going to the cross, dying for our sins, paying a sin debt that we couldn't pay. Lord, help us to be good soldiers for our Lord and Savior. Help us to be obedient and faithful servants for your glory. Father, I pray, Lord, for someone here this evening that doesn't know for sure where they spend eternity, Father, that the Holy Spirit would convict them of their sins and show them their need for salvation. Lord, we love you. Thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, you can be seated. Um, I'm going to have the men come forward for the offering tonight. Brother Caleb, would you ask the blessings, please? Dear Lord, thank you so much for giving us this evening that we can come out and gather in this building and just worship you and hear your word preached. Lord, uh, do help us to remember that we are called to be soldiers for you. Um, and it's not easy. There are fights that need to be fought. There are places that need to be defended, um, but Lord, help us to remember that uh, ultimately we need to remember that you are the one who is truly in control, and we need to just let you work through us. Lord, just during this time of offering, I ask that you help us to be cheerful and be glad that we have an opportunity to give to your work, and that it would be furthered just a little bit more here on earth. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Since we're uh, missing a piano player tonight, I'll go ahead and give you the uh, announcements as we're taking up the offering. Uh, just keep in mind, next Sunday, there will be no PM service, just a Sunday morning service. And pray for Pastor and Miss Christie. They're probably still at the airport. Their flight's been canceled and delayed and uh, so they've been stuck at the airport since 10 a.m. this morning. And uh, the last text that I got, they're expecting to be able to fly out of Orlando at 9 p.m. this evening. So uh, that's a long time being stuck at an airport. Amen. Uh, so pray for them as they travel home. And uh, Tuesday, pastors having surgery. So. Keep that in your prayers also. Any other announcements tonight before we dismiss in prayer? Yes. Amen. Uh, she's having, it's, I'm not sure the technical term for it, but 
they call it a lazy eye, and they're hoping to help correct that. And uh, yeah, do keep her in your prayers. For someone that's, what are you, Lydia, nine or ten? You're ten. I should know that's my daughter. And uh, she, she's been through, this ain't her first rodeo, amen. She's been through a few surgeries already. But keep her in your prayers also. Amen. Anybody else? All right. Brother Ed, would you dismiss us in prayer, please?